course with your perfectly adequate hosts, Mike, Phil, Tony P. And here with today's topic is Charles. Hey, uh, hey, Marky. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. It's hey. me, young Charles. Hey, hey, how you doing, Mike? You okay? I'm so good, bud. How are you? I, I told you I was going out for cigarettes, bud. It just, it took a minute. I was coming right back, and then I heard you say pendulum, and I'm like, I fucked that. I can't come back for a couple weeks after that shit. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, bud. You just got to play ball by yourself. Throw it against the wall. You'll be all right. You'll be all right, bud. Now let Mama Phil and I have some quiet time. All right. I'm glad you're back, Daddy. <laughs> uh, it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. All of you assholes were complete and total trash pandas while I was gone. And it was all right. From the <laughs> to the, the filter of freaking uh, Flavor Town, what's his face? To Phil acting like he was a pro when he came back. To Tony just forgetting where he was every week. It was just amazing. I'm so confused. Amazing. Wait. Exactly. That's were, the role you play. You were gone? <laughs> uh, so. that's why we huh. have so much fun i want to know i do want to know who's stalking phil at the farmer's market to be saying get better topics brah oh no don't don't worry he he knows who he is and i'll hear about it on saturday <laughs> i get uh i get text Imagine from jamie he didn't know uh, <laughs> is uh, that me? I, <laughs> I get text from Jamie during the week when I was gone. He's like, "You're still not on the show." I'm like, "Yeah, no, that's Steph Krugs, man. All she does is hate on me. I can't take it anymore. I gotta take a break. I need some positivity mindset reinstated. I gotta take that break because Krugels is just that. We did the school thing, and you know, I got her and, and uh, Swan on me. I couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Had to. That was so out. long ago. <laughs> three weeks three weeks ago because i've been busy saving is lives that why and i got bumped is because you took time off <laughs> no you got bumped because we don't want you on this show hammond j hammond from sound tape tapes and beyond the tape deck sure and yeah, exactly that. You, know, you you've worked on a few shows you you claim to book guests for botched but they never have guests so just what are you doing here, man? Why are you what? in here? Okay, Charles, talk, somebody move him, look- move him into the green room real quick. I can still <laughs> hear you in the green room. Put him in the green room real quick. I, I can hear you in the green room. Yo, I think he's got... I'm worried about his psyche. Like, honestly, like, what early on, like, what's going like, on? I don't know, dude, but he is literally... I'm just trying to figure out what I've done. I'm a nice yeah. guy. You're our guest. I mean, you've done nothing. Hammond, you're good, Hammond. Hammond. You're a beautiful soul, man. Okay. Thank y'all so much <laughs> for <laughs> tuning into Almost Daily Discourse, uh, the podcast that you're listening to and the stream that you're watching. Uh, we're going to bring uh, Charles back in here and see. I, we've we've timeouts over. Yeah, 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 we sent him away to sober up a bit, but we're going to let him back uh-huh. in. You know, Johnny Depp said this kind of thing would happen if I just stood my ground and tried to tell the truth. He said this would happen. I didn't listen to it. This is going to get even weirder. He said he was going to. But I do want to talk about about, uh, not specifically the Johnny Depp situation, but the whole idea of in this world of celebrities and acting and everything else, when do you cut ties versus standing with them? When do you give somebody time 
to defend themselves. And over the weekend, uh, I did learn from actually these these guys that he was supposedly found guilty in this and that, and he was cut. Well, then some even in that chat, we did conjuration this weekend, and that podcast is out live. But somebody even in the conjuration chat was like, he got found guilty in a UK court of bullying. You know, and it's like bully. he got cut from a uh, Fantastic Beast instantly. So I wanted to ask you guys. The, uh, Hardwick went through the same thing, right? Hardwick got accused of all this stuff, got slammed, lost a ton of money because all his jobs. But then it came out that, well, no, it wasn't all true. I mean, when we say human beings are human beings and we know we can all be ugly, we can all be mean. I'm not talking about the Kevin Spacey's, right? Who who sure. have done horrible things. I'm talking about, you know, let's just use the Johnny Depp as a situation. When it's, know, it's a messy when it's situation. it's complex, right? When it's yes. gray. When it's, it's, yeah. Thank you, yeah. Mike. I got your back, Charles. I think Depp also has extenuating circumstances because I think it's not just his behavior or his personality. I also think there's some other issues that he has to deal with that he needs to clear up before um, – uh, before he we go talk about what he did. I mean, that's the thing that's kind of rough about that is there's all these other things that are supposedly going on. Yeah, agreed. I mean, when you're going through a, uh, I don't mean a domestic violent dispute, but a domestic dispute where one person gets another, ugly divorce, whatever. Um, it, it's 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 bad enough to have your business in the streets, right? Which the celebrities get their business put in the streets, but in this case, it seems complicated that. Uh, you know, it was it, it, Amber Heard, right? Who's in the DC cinematic universe? Aquaman. Yes, and, and you know she came out accusing of abuse. Aquaman. She's not <laughs> Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> you're technically right there, there, Mike. Have a cookie, buddy. Have a cookie. I'm back. It's okay. Um, so, uh. uh you know, she accused him of abuse and this and that and the other. Then, then as it approached courts, see, even then he wasn't cut ties. No, they didn't cut ties with him, right? With the 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 charges of domestic abuse and all this stuff, and and then it then it comes out that, from what I understand, she was lying, and courts were finding there's no real evidence. No, Tony, what you got? So what 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 had happened was, um, <laughs> apparently they're both garbage human beings. And we're and from what I've read, are both being abusive to each other. Well, and about he the, had the, her on a on a tape saying some ugly stuff, but he was also being abusive. So again, the way I understand it is, it was found out in the end that they're both just being garbage people. So it's as if we're watching two possums fight over an old piece of peach that's just rotting in the hot sunlight. When I think of analogies, that's not the first thing I go to is possums fighting over peaches. I just... Oh, well, come on, Hammond. You got to come up to the, the hill country of Pennsylvania. That's like a staple saying up here. Man, look <laughs> at those two dirty old rabid possums fighting over a piece of peach as it spoils in the hot daylight. Just rolls <laughs> off the tongue. And it's, and it's two old men fighting over a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Like, it's just like my, Tristan and Dennis. Like my grandmother used to say. What? <laughs> <laughs> now you're from Georgia. I can understand the possums and peaches in Georgia. 
Yeah, no, I don't say that. I, I would, I would, I would, yeah, I'd be you, you, over Nobody my dead would body. Would that. I yeah. be found said that? Hey, so uh, Kit Kat, the kitty cat cat said, uh, you, Phil said something great last week about picking our hypocrisies. Pill, you want to, pill, pill, <laughs> pill, you want to remind us what you said? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it really just, uh, you have to remember that. All celebrities and musicians and anybody in the public eye are horrible people. And you just Humans. have to know where your limit is. You really do. Um, well, okay. You dude. know, a lot of. Okay. Yeah, no. You can go. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, Phil. It's one. It's no, no, going no. Over some oh, Charles, stuff can you thank Tony for me? But no, fuck Tony. <laughs> uh, but no, so you're talking about two different things, though. As human beings, we all can be great people. And at the same time, be horrible people. We say ugly shit to each other. Sometimes this happens, right? So there is a line between actual crimes and horrible things that should never be done to another human and two people being nasty to each other, right? So why, why is Johnny Depp getting the treatment that Kevin Spacey is getting? Well, so um, I, I guess... I assume as it's because like, he was accused of hitting his wife and settled the lawsuit like i don't know uh as the only person that apparently did any research on the topic um <laughs> they what he he didn't break any contracts with warner brothers they just decided this is too much and we don't want to do this so they still paid him 10 million dollars he's not getting screwed or out of work or anything it's he's he's probably making less than actually shooting the movie, but he's literally getting all his time back and his schedule back. And it's just a clean 10 million just to part ways and be like, you know what? There's just too much negative attention here. They they're not saying he did anything wrong. They're not saying she did anything wrong. Exactly. To Hammond's point, it's just too much baggage that we don't feel like dealing with. And and. They bring in Mads Mikkelsen. So it kind of worked out in the end. Well, and, and, to, and to do that, too. I mean, this is a series of movies that is already kind of struggling. They need good press. And having him come along, they're going to say accused wife beater or accused jerk or accused, you know, whatever. Johnny Depp stars in this Harry Potter film. It's not going to it's it's. It's publicity and, and attachments they don't need to kind of make this thing recover to a successful franchise because it's just it's, not it's struggling not as a franchise to. so they can't have negativity attached to it yeah exactly i agree with him 100 percent um it was already the second movie to me was was not good no uh, i love the first one so much and the second one just just pissed in my cereal man it was oh well, um also, johnny depp's movies have increasingly become less good well, he doesn't Let's care. Let's look at the Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean films. Talk about it, uh, returning on on a, on a, a loss of return of investments or the law of diminishing averages. That last one was garbage. Yeah. Uh, spoiler: He hasn't made a good movie since '04. What was the last and good movie like, you made? In my opinion, yeah, yeah, Finding Finding Neverland. Okay. Oh, good movie. Um, and before that, probably From Hell or Blow. But, um, Oof, you know, I just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Okay. Blow from hell. There's a movie I need to see. Oh, <laughs> <Hey -oh! laughs> <laughs> oh God, Tony. 
But uh, I, but yeah, so like I'm, this movie just got. Say it. I know what you're gonna say. Say it. This movie just got better. It did. It really did because his movies, like him and said, have been garbage, and like. None of the, I. I don't have numbers in front of me, so I can't talk about how much money they're actually bringing in. But him and his friend, uh, uh, Tim Burton, man, they just you know they work so so well together, and it's not what society needs. But they just keep putting the new movie that is just the same movie, but with a different well, uh, different skin on it. Let's 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 count how many times he's had Edward Scissorhands hair. <laughs> And looking yeah. looking at the IMDb, I remember hearing good things about Black Mass. I haven't seen it, but that was 2015 where he played uh, Whitey Bulger. So I, I heard that was good, and I want to say he was up for some nominations. So I, I feel like he has the ability, but I agree when he gets with Tim Burton, Burton. it's just two buddies that are don't care anymore and are going to make their money and just don't try and that pains me. I've said it many a times. Pee Wee Big Adventure, favorite movie of all time. So it pains me to say that, but also it is what it is. And I know? will say too that Tim Burton makes excellent first half of movies. I don't <laughs> like the I don't like the back ends of the back halves of his movies. I think the last ten minutes of almost every movie he makes is incomprehensible. Can somebody highlight uh, Run Jump Stumps comment yeah. in chat real quick? All right. So Bill says. Are his movies bad because he sucks or because he's just taking movies that are terrible for the paycheck? Um, well, I think yes. it's this. I, yes. I, I'm going to say yes with you, Hammond. Yes, he is on both of those. But also to harken back a little bit on what Hammond was saying, man, he's not well. Like he's going to work and doing these films and, and, and having these films presented in front of you, him, well, he should be checking into a rehab somewhere and coming and leaving the public eye for a bit to kind of somehow, I don't mean to use a pirate saying, but to steady the ship and get it back on course. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because when he is really dialed into a character and when he's really giving it his all, like he, he was in his early career and even up to the early aughts, those were those were not only good films, but those were films you had to go see. I mean, he killed it in Twenty One Jump Street. I mean, gosh. I don't know if you're being an asshole or not because I haven't. Are you talking seen about the TV movie. show or the movie? I'm talking the TV show. Okay. He's acting. Ah. Yeah, he was on Twenty One Jump Street on TV, the and then his debut acting role was uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Correct, but he was also in Twenty One Jump Street, the movie. Yeah, yeah. So he had, didn't he had a cameo in the movie. He had a small part in the movie. Yeah, yeah it was, it was basically it. a punchline. It was a punchline. But I, it. I wonder, you know, like, you know, matter of fact, I, I just watched uh, Queen's Gambit, which will probably be my show the love next week or something. Um, and and one of the points of that, without spoiling anything is is that balance between genius and insanity and you know so i mean is he skirting that line is that where the problem is is he is he so is he so crazy that he's a genius actor but then you know it, it comes with issues like i don't know I, I i just don't know and i hate to see i, I don't want to i, I want to see him go out on top like i hate to see him kind of go through this crumble 
Um, because I you don't do, want I, you don't want him to be in like League of Extraordinary Gentlemen and disappear until he dies. Exactly. You know, uh, and I don't think he has the time to make the miraculous comeback like um, Mickey Rourke. Like, the wrestler is, was really good yeah that is not a bad analogy he did the wrestler was a huge comeback for him after his like wild orchid days where things were really weird and he yeah. was like at the top of his weird game then he disappeared because of trouble and then came back with the wrestler and then reputation and whatever bad press followed him after iron man and he it's just what it is now but yeah where the wrestlers i'm, I'm thinking about now. iron man funny enough um Dak, Robert, Downey. Robert Downey Jr. Thank you. Yeah, there's no time for Johnny Depp to do that turnaround. You know, so I feel like if he goes to a bad place, he stays in a bad place. Uh, if uh, if he gets clean, right, and like recovers and like puts a puts a healthy lifestyle forward, I think he's got the ability to age into into roles that like uh, Michael Caine is filling now, right? Like, and the the question is like, what what do we do if he decides to go in a way that like he puts himself back together again, right? Because like, I think right now stock is at an all time low, and it's really hard to support a guy like that, even though he has these massive like he killed it, right? Like for so long. How do you, how do you, like, how do you support a guy coming back up? Okay, so I, I got I have a question. It's a similar story for different reasons. How do we feel about the, the Tom Cruise? Because Tom Cruise has definitely lost his nut. So how do we deal with, I mean, the fact that he was so successful and now he's struggling with the things he's doing because of his reputation and his baggage he carries with him? Is he? I, I, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, certainly. Well, certainly, Charles. Because he's got, you know, all the Mission Impossible stuff. He's got the Top Gun movie coming back out. He seems to be doing all right with his money. So is Johnny Depp. No, I'm just saying, yeah, I, I'm saying when's the last time Tom Cruise didn't do a blockbuster film? Johnny, Johnny Depp just got Okay, that's fair. But that was the mommy. That was not Tom Cruise. That was the mommy. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it, it, let me just pick literally any movie in the last 19 fucking years. Really? That wasn't Johnny Depp. That was Enter the Movie Here. What? Like, I'm. I, you can't just say uh, that's not Tom Cruise's fault. He still signed on for that hot pile of garbage. I'm not. No, but you're saying that Tom Cruise is struggling because of his reputation. I don't think he is. I don't think Tom Cruise is struggling at all. I'm not well, saying he's well, struggling, neither. but I'm talking about the baggage he brings because there yeah. definitely is now baggage. Well, it's short baggage, so it's all right. Exactly. Well, it's also it's funny not, running baggage. But, yeah, yeah, okay, running, okay yeah. but that is a little different, right? Tom Cruise, his baggage is he's crazy Scientologist and he jumped on a couch. Right? No, 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 no. no, uh, no there's there's no. rumor no, no, no. The that he rumor. abused uh, the ex-wife. Exactly, exactly. But that rumors get squashed, and people don't want to hear that if they like the person. Johnny Depp has always been a little bit weird. And we do know that he was found guilty in a court, settled the suit, however it comes out, because I don't have the full details on how it played. But I'm saying there's people, Isn't you're talking about your truth and hypocrisy. <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about Johnny Depp specifically. I said in our topic chat, I want to use this as an example of when do you cut ties versus standing. And that's the thing. You sure. brought up Tom Cruise. 
People still love Tom Cruise. Most people go, oh, yeah, he jumped on the couch. Ha, ha, ha. And like, well, I heard he, he beat Katie Holmes. Nah, he wouldn't do that. And that's what I'm saying. He's not suffering. That's not bad because he's all the people we were talking. They're all in Scientology's uh, dark house somewhere because <laughs> anyone who spoke out against him has been swept up. Dude, truth, whether that's truth or not, I'm just saying, in general, truth does not matter to the freaking world for any freaking Yo, reason. So, so real quick, uh, the Leah Remini show is on Netflix now. I already watched it oh, when it was on, on cable because I was obsessed with it. And now it's on Netflix. So I, it's it's interesting. And I recommend it. Um, yeah. she's, she's a little, they're, she's I'm sorry, a little wacky Jehovah's, herself. Yes, their Jehovah's Witness well, takedown was pretty good, too. Yeah, it's it's just um, it's interesting. I recommend it to see the world Tom Cruise is, is a big part of. And and in the top of the chain of Travolta too, for that matter. But anyway, that's not the topic. For me, yeah. um, I I I enjoy the entertainment. I am one who will separate the person from the entertainment. I don't. Sometimes I feel guilty about that. Um, but I'll steal a point Phil made over the weekend. There's still a lot of people that worked on a movie production. You know, so fantastic. Uh, fantastic Beast is a bad example because he won't be there. The next Johnny Depp movie, I if I have an interest, I wouldn't hesitate. I would go see it because again, there are a lot of people that worked on it and had a part in it, um, and and I don't feel guilty. But there are people that prefer not to separate it and don't want to support anything that person's tied to, and I, and I and I get that. It's not me. But I totally get it. Well, and I'm more or less talking about the cancel culture of either in the case, as soon as it came out and without even waiting for for proof or courts or anything, there are people who are like, fuck Johnny Depp without hearing anything of it. Right. And just it just was on my mind because it happened. It, it didn't happen this weekend. But right. It made news again officially this weekend. And that's really what I'm asking you guys. Not so much. Do you personally watch the films? But where do you think? Oh yeah, this should this person like okay Kevin Spacey. People shouldn't wait because he's one of the early ones, right? He was one of the early big names when when a lot of this stuff started becoming what is now a thing of oh crap, people are, are doing really bad things and it's coming out. People waited to hear what he had to say or to see what would happen, and very quickly it became oh no, this is bad. Why do people not wait anymore? I mean, why is it? That's my question. It's like, what do you guys think for you personally when you hear? The first that Johnny Depp possibly beat his wife. Are you instantly get rid of him or do you wait? So I think the 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 thing has a lot to do with your experiences, right? So Charles, let's uh every day you go to 7-Eleven uh and you pick up a Mountain Dew. Uh and then all of a sudden, every time you go into that 7-Eleven, when you grab a Mountain Dew, it's out of code. Are you going to keep going there the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth time that you've grabbed a Mountain Dew that's out of code? Or are you going to find someplace else to go? Well, I mean, it's 7 Eleven and Mountain Dew is like a Twinkie. It lasts forever. So I don't know. I, I get you. Re- um, but no, see, now there you go. I was going to make it that's a good relatable though. for you. Yeah, that, well, I appreciate you know that. Because, you know, I can't like, get to 7 Eleven. You go to 7 Eleven and you drink Mountain Dew. And, yeah. like, that's, you know. Um, <laughs> you also can't read. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, Roll Tide. But uh, uh, out of date there. I had to infer, Bill. But, yeah, out of code yeah, is yeah, out of date. Out of code. Uh, he, he's, of he's not a Southerner, expired. man. That's fine. Um, yeah, no, I, I just worked in Charles, retail. it's, it's – <laughs> I agree with you. 
I agree with you completely because it's always people are trying to get their voice heard first and loudest about stuff like this. Now, look, when the Hardwick thing came down the line, the first thing I was doing was talking to Paul Klotz and Chris Wisdom. And I was like, yo, I kind of believe this shit. But I didn't have a public opinion about it, right? Right. Sure. And I was like, I kind of can see it. I can kind of see it with his cocky ass attitude that this could yes. be how it, it 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 looks on paper. Like that's kind of believable. Now we, I personally said I'm going to keep this off of my 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 spectrum and jumping on things, and I normally do because when things come out that quickly about literally anything. Most of the time, 80% of the time, the reports are, are either misleading or wrong, right? If there's, or at least if they're there's not fully, like, fully formed. Flushed out. Like, if, yeah. all right, oh, God, this is a terrible fucking example. Are you, but if, are you if, saying if it's fake news? No, I'm not saying that it's fake no. news, but what I'm it's saying is, like, incomplete news. If there's a situation either at an airport or, or a public school, everybody jumps on and is saying, I heard this, I heard that, I heard this, I heard that. And it's just a bunch of chatter without any goddamn proven facts of what's going on. Mm -hmm. That's why first reporting is always the worst because it's just so much bullshit that you have to literally wait until it fucking filters out to the bottom and what's going on rises to the top. Um, and that's kind of how I live with these situations where these these people in in film and and, and music that's kind of how i always handle it now i'll have my personal opinions about it but on th until things start to get a little bit concrete i normally don't publicly jump on anything and that's what we did as a show back when breaking the panel was around right that the hardwick story broke on a tuesday and we're sitting there on wednesday just like how how do we not cover this? Right, because it's just too fresh, right? Yeah, we had zero news within even twenty four hours of it happening. So uh, I can't talk for others, but I mean, I always just kind of sit back and wait and watch what's going on. Maybe I'm a bad person because, like, for for Hardwick, I never liked Hardwick, and so when that came out, I was like, man, not shocked. Um, which, I think I don't know. actually. I don't actually, know the guy I think, personally. I think that actually has a lot to do with it. Your personal stance, like you were talking about experiences, your personal opinion. Like, let's say I'm not a big fan of the recent Johnny Depp. I think the Lone Ranger, recent Pirates of the Caribbean films, they're all just garbage fires. So when I hey. hear these things, it just reinforces. It just reinforces my 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 already preconceived notion over who he is and what he does. If it's somebody who I have a soft spot for, if it's like a I don't know. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head. But if there's someone who I've got a Tom Hanks, yes. If I hear something about Tom Hanks, I've already got a preconceived notion that he's this nice guy, and it's going to take a longer and more convincing argument to move him in the other direction. So I think all of us have our own little spectrums of where we hold people, and like we we take in the information and filter it based on our own perception, and our own perception is reality. So. Right. Cancel culture is one of these weird things because then it's groupthink taking over perception. Yeah. And if anyone's seen that episode of Black Mirror with the bees, the robot bees, it's yeah, a bad example. Mind. Yeah. It's a bad example of it, but it's also a really good example of how that works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, funny and enough, Evan, as you were saying that, sorry, Mike, I was thinking Chappelle's show where uh, they're talking about R. Kelly. If people already loved R. Kelly, <laughs> it takes – 
so much for you to believe otherwise because of your personal bias. Yeah. And she's got to be holding her ID and her birth certificate as her <laughs> as R. Kelly's grandma is there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a fucking uh, great bit. But so that Yeah, no, like Mike, I think it's yeah. really I think it's really tough, right? Cuz like uh it doesn't surprise me when people in power do fucked up shit. Um and so like when when people it in America have a ton of money and can do whatever they want uh and then they do like well okay there's that and then there there I mean cuz there's people who are poor who do the same thing, right? And that's of course. I, as much as I hate honestly relating anything to religion it is like yo Okay, but go with the fable rather than religion. If you live in a glass house, you don't throw stones, right? Right. And that's the thing is, is the people who jump on things so fast and, oh, we got to get rid of them and, and cut ties. And I guarantee you, you give me an hour with you and I'll find something shitty you do with this in a normal Dude, conversation. I did a bunch of shitty stuff when I was younger. Like, I know, you know, I know for a fact that, like, I'm learning every day how to be better. Uh, and, like, I'm still fucking up because... Uh, we're people, like you said, Charles, mm -hmm. like, and so like, if, if we're in a world now where the stuff that we did when we didn't know, uh, any better is what we're judged on forever, then like, that's one thing. But like, I mean, this happened, you know, recently. Well, yeah, yeah uh, I really want so, to talk like, about the bigger topic you know, versus right. actually yeah, do you think, think Johnny Depp's, yeah, whatever. But um, I think those two yeah. things are like uh un unfairly like correlated something correlated yeah. Well, yeah and also also too life is kind of like a math equation and, and we add and subtract and square root and divide all the time and our sum is always changing and because of that constantly changing thing and all the variables involved we can't just pick a fixed point and judge on the fixed point we have to wait to see the sum and that goes to Mike's point about, uh, you know, knowing things when we were younger and not knowing things and then changing as we get older. And we can't I don't think in good conscience we can make a, a, a solid judgment based on one particular subset of the equation. We need to look at the big proper whole thing. In and that's general sure. In specifics, there's definitely stuff that's fucked up and we know it's fucked so up from sure. the start, right? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I think yeah. ultimately those quadrilateral <laughs> equations that people pull out, those are dirty business. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need to hear <laughs> I don't need to hear any more of Kevin Spacey's side of the story. You know, yeah. like right, exactly. <laughs> nah, dog, yeah. I'm good. However, I still paid to see Baby Driver. Like Yeah. Well, I mean, and, it, like, and Chris Hardwick, he I mean, he immediately lost everything and got some of it back. I mean, he, he he's working again. He's not blacklisted or anything, but it's, look, it's look, an look, issue. We, Chris, you know, Chris, you know what Chris Hardwick did? He sat and talked to people about a TV show I'm just and basically just had them recap the show. He did nothing. And Chris Hardwick <laughs> and does nerd. nothing but think about himself. I hear some. And the some... Nerdist podcast is basically him talking to him, talking to friends about himself. Yeah. I, I, I just hear some jealousy from Tony about he didn't get the yeah. host of shows. What, Not Phil? jealous at all. I just call, I call some love it. The show. Is, I'll show you, Phil, some love. What's that got? What's you got? Just real quick. Uh, you may feel like that, but I just re listened to the Nerdist from uh, 2015 where he had Alec Trebek on. And it was Aww. as heartwarming this week than it was the original time that I listened to it. 
Um, you'll have to look back into the entire thing uh, and find it, but it was in 2015 around May, and I remember watching and listening to it live, and it was just so joyful and happy. And re-listening to it this weekend, um, it was great. So good. say what you will about Chris. That episode was really good. And I appreciate you sharing it. I'm not going to go back and listen to it. No, but no, I wouldn't expect I, you I, to. I do appreciate um, not 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 letting me crap on him too much. I appreciate talking about that episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I got you know. I gotta say you. Know, we see what we think is all their lives on parade and we really don't there's so much behind the scenes you don't see and i want to say you you i don't think it's equal to get celebrity status and that means you you get to open up the whole world gets to see your life and judge you on that that's that's not equal work for equal pay i don't have a better thing to say there but you know that's that that's not how this works and ultimately I mean, yeah, you'll make good arguments about Warner Brothers and this and that and the other, but I think we need to slow down as a people, as a human race, and go, no, we all say really ugly shit. I've done, I've said some things I really regret to people I love, you know, and, and have had to work but through But, dude, that. I think we're I, on this show yeah, you that I regret. Me, the way you introduced me on this, this very <laughs> Fuck show. you, Hammond. You're out. I don't care anymore. Uh, anyway, let me show some love. Case in point. Uh, all right, so... Uh, if I know we talked about this a long time ago, probably on breaking the panel that was coming, but if you missed it over on Hulu, there's Hellstrom. And I totally forgot this show was coming out. It is a Marvel show based on the supernatural aspects of the Marvel universe. And it's, uh, I flipped on Hulu, uh, I guess about a month ago now. And I saw the big advertisement banner right at the time. I'm like, wait a minute, Hellstrom. There's only one Hellstrom I know of, that's Marvel Comics. And you read the description, and it doesn't say anything about Marvel. It doesn't say anything really about the characters from Marvel. It talks about the brother and the sister and um, uh, uh, Damon, which is spelled like the comic book, right? And the character. And Anna. And like, well, that's not her name in the comics, but okay. Um, and ultimately, it is. It's straight up the Hellstroms from Marvel. The first, you don't get the flip. You don't get the comic book flip like the movies, but it comes up with whoever made it, and then the second in association with Marvel TV Studios. Solid, solid show if you like uh, supernatural, Catholic-based supernatural stories, right? And they do not reference, any, well, unless it's an Easter egg that I missed, which is possible. They don't reference openly any other Marvel stuff. They don't talk about the Marvel Universe. It's just, if you don't know it's Marvel... You can just enjoy this supernatural thriller that had one or two twists. It had some pretty predictable stuff in it, too, but it had a couple fun twists. But if that's your thing, that's, you know, go forth and enjoy. I enjoyed the whole series. I hope they make another one of it. Uh, I want to see where they go. I'm not going to give you spoilers if you don't know who the characters are, but there's a lot of places they can go and bring it more comic book-esque into there. Uh, I want to ask Hammond, where can they find you? No, uh, I don't care. Can... I'm just this is my shit a lot. All right, fine. No, <laughs> give me a place I can find you real quick. I'm fine. Right here on I the show. I don't hate you. I promise. <laughs> when you take no. over for Charles, <laughs> hey, come on, Hammond. You can produce. You can produce the shit out of the show. Come on, take over. So um, you can find me on Twitter at jhammondc. I'm at jhammondc.com. I produce uh, soundography and co-host. Be on the playlist with jhammondc. Um, I produce four or five other shows for people, including America's desktop podcasting idol and current geek. So I'm kind of everywhere. 
Uh, it's cool, man. You can find me at charlesmcfall.com. Uh, Charles McFall all across social media or Rock Out of Podcasting across social media. You can find all that there. Uh, Finding the Stories has come to an end for season one. So check all of that out. I'm working on some in-between stuff. Season two now will probably launch in January. I've got a few more interviews to do for season two. But check all that out. We are Almost Daily Pod. Hit us up, almostdailypod at gmail.com. Of course, on all your podcasters out there, you can download it. Facebook is Almost Daily Pod. And, you know, somebody started an Instagram. It wasn't me. I don't even know who's running it. And they ain't posting shit. So fucking turn it over to us so we can post some pictures. You know, do something Charles with ain't going to do shit with that. You you keep it, but no, actually post pictures. I'm going to get Mikey over here to do it. Because Mikey, he likes it. Because I'm young? Yeah. You yeah. understand the Insta. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're down with the gram, man. Uh, so yeah, and you know what? I'm I'm actually thinking about starting an OnlyFans just so y'all could fuck right off. I'm like, no, no, go check Dude. it out. OnlyFans.com/slash/add. Ain't got shit on it, but it's there, motherfuckers. Go check it out. All right, we'll be back next uh, next episode with Mike, and he he had a I forget what it is right now. We had a serious topic, so you know what? Come check it out. It's gonna be awesome.